Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Rev. Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. I am waiting. Speak to me. Wow. Father, we thank you for this offering. We bless it in Jesus' name. Amen. May the Lord speak to you tonight. Hallelujah. Now your prayer, right? I am listening. I'm waiting. Speak to me. May the Lord speak to you. May you not miss the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. If that shall hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, he will set you on high. Father, we thank you. May your voice come to us. May we hear your word. May we be set apart. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please take your seat. How come you guys sat down so early? I was watching you. You are too young to be sitting down so early. Hallelujah. Oh, you had a long day in class today. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Are you blessed to be in church? I love weekday service. You see? There are, there are um, certain indices that you can use to measure things. You see, um, <clears throat> if you are a science student, I'm not talking about our students. <laughs> are there students here? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> our students came fully. <laughs> If you are, you see, if you are a student, you talk a lot. They talk a lot. They thrive on talking. Yes. But science students, we go by signs and symptoms. That's the difference. Yeah, science students go by signs and symptoms. They don't go by what you see. Observational, signs and symptoms. Do you understand? Like a doctor. A doctor, is a, a doctor is the highest of a science student. See, there are degrees of science students. <laughs> if you are talking to me, say, oh, hmm. I feel a fever. I'm coughing. And I'm sweating a lot in the night. And when I cough, Blood comes out. And I recently visited Cambodia. <laughs> and every time I cough, a lot of blood. And I'm losing weight. If I'm a doctor, Based on the things, then I, then, you see, that's what you told me. 
Then I'll take my stereoscope. Then I'll listen to your chest. Then I'll hear on your lungs. So the signs and the symptoms immediately have a diagnosis. Do you understand what I'm saying? Say, ah, the person has TB. That's tuberculosis. You got it right. <laughs> Somebody said Ebola, you were off. <laughs> and that's the only thing you know. Signs and symptoms. Somebody said, oh, I went to Nigeria. And when I came back, I've been having fever and chills. <laughs> it's an accident. I've been having fever and chills. Night sweats. In fact, my eyes are getting a little bit yellowish. And the fever is like every other night. And sometimes when I pee, it looks like a, a bit yellowish. And I was in I was in Nigeria for a month. I have not been in Nigeria for a long time. Then I take your temperature, 104. And we examine you a little bit pale. I feel a little bit spleen. What do you think you have? John is the actual like, from John is from what? You have jaundice due to what? Malaria. Jaundice due to malaria. Good, yes. <laughs> so we go by as as. Uh, <laughs> you got it right. So, based based on the signs and symptoms, we conclude. That's what I'm saying. And, and, and Jesus, you see, Jesus told us that you shall know them by their fruits. Hallelujah. Not by their words. Look, from today, don't go judge by words at all. If you judge by words, you make a mistake. Don't, don't even judge by appearance. You make a mistake. Don't even make your judgment based on appearance. You make a mistake. Judge by fruit. The only criteria God gave us to us to judge is by fruit. Not by appearance, not by impressions, but by fruit. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, look, Jesus, you must be God. You see, Jesus, you must be God. Why do I say so? I mean, he made that statement 2,000 years ago yes. that a time will come you cannot judge people by their looks. Have you thought about it? Yes. 2,000 years ago, he made a statement that you cannot judge people by their looks. Yes. You can only judge by their fruits. Yes. So when I think about it, I say, wow. It must be God. Because now we live in a world. You see someone walking like this. With their breast. He's not a woman. <laughs> a lot. I came, from, I came from New York, Manhattan. You see them, they're holding a bag like this. They will work better. Hello. Hey, 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 hey. Lipstick. Hello. I mean, even the way they're 
the bag. They know how to hold the bag. You don't have you. They hold the bag this way. Beautiful, nice, long hair, makeup, perfect, flawless. Nails are done. Eyebrows are done. You have now your eyebrows. No, you. I'm saying. Eyebrows are sharp. On point. Yes. Yeah. They've done all the surgeries. Hormones and everything. So, you, so on the outside. Some of them even look more beautiful than... More feminine. On the hill. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. That's how it is. But, but, so if you go to jail by looks, you can be deceived. But the only way, you see, I'm talking about fruit, the only way you can know who they really are is they cannot get pregnant. Yeah, fruits. 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 So you don't judge by the looks. You judge whether she can go to the labor ward. You can know by their fruits. I wonder why Jesus knew that long ago. Because I'm telling you, if you go to New York now, tonight, you can't tell. You can tell. I mean, a woman cut her hair short, pump the muscles. If you do, you can even beat you. <laughs> yeah. Do you hear what I'm saying? So it's only the fruits that tells who they really are. Hallelujah. So he warned us that don't go by looks, go by fruits. Hallelujah. Signs and symptoms. Don't go by what people say. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know by the fruits. Go by the signs. Go by the symptoms. Hallelujah. For example, if somebody says, oh, I love you, I love you. Don't, 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 don't believe it. Too. The person says, I love you, I love you, but he doesn't want to give to you. He doesn't believe it. A sign of love is you give. For God so loved the world that he gave. This person doesn't give you anything for your birthday, birthday card, nothing. He says, I love you. He's a liar. He doesn't love you. If you love <laughs> If you love, you give. A sign of love is giving. So stop talking, I love you, I love you, I love you. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Love gives. Amen. You can't say love God when you can't give to God. Hallelujah. Why am I saying, see, I'm talking about signs and symptoms. I'm just saying this, just introduction. That's not my message. Now look. Anybody who attends, you see, we go by signs and symptoms. If you find that people, and this is for you, this is to your benefit. People who come to church on a Sunday and a week, they are more mature Christians. It's a fact. Signs and symptoms. If you have been a pastor, you say anybody who, come, who is used to come to church on a Sunday and a weekday is of more of a mature Christian than a Sunday attendee. It's a fact. So this is to your advantage. You find out that time has proven that they are more mature. 
Because mature Christians, baby Christians come to church on Sunday. Mature Christians. Because it takes maturity to wake up on a weekday to come to church. So tell your neighbor you are mature. ones. Because you see, because maturity is not always by age. Oh yes. Maturity you see okay, you see the relationship between maturity and age is not always a linear relationship. Mathematics. Maturity does not always correlate with age. It's not a linear. Seth, you understand? When something is linear, what does it mean? It goes in a line. Thank you. You're going to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, it's, so, so you can find somebody who is chronologically old but immature. I once told a lady that, listen to me, I would rather listen to a teenager than you go your brain does not correlate with your age. <laughs> I said it. Don't try me. I have words in my mouth. <laughs> I told her your brain it doesn't correlate. <laughs> Don't try me. I beg you. Because I can tell you this in my mouth. Say your brain. It doesn't correlate with your age. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. So you are mature. When you can come to church on a weekday. Amen. So we've been talking about the art of hearing. Hallelujah. And we're talking about, and I, I, uh, we said, uh, look, it makes the difference. God said, uh, if that shall happen, if you can happen, if you can listen to the voice of the Lord thy God, he will set thee on high. And he told, that very, he told that scripture to the people of Israel. Because Israel has become a nation like any other nation. They become like the Amorites, the Jebus. They said, look, even though you have become a country, what you set you apart is your ability to hear my voice. Hallelujah. Amen. It means that anybody who can hear God's voice, you are on top. Yes. Among your friends, if you can hear, you'll be on top. Yes. Among your colleagues, if you can hear, you can be on top. Yes. Once you can hear God's voice, you'll be on top. You see, I, I'll set you on high, above all the nations of the earth. Above all the nations. Hallelujah. And Kenneth Hagin said, he said that Kenneth Hagin said that's what differentiates between pastors. One, those who can hear and those who cannot hear. Because at the end of the day, you don't know tomorrow. He knows tomorrow. Hallelujah. You don't, you don't even know what's going to happen in the next 10 minutes. But God knows. So if you can hear, you have an advantage. Hallelujah. Yes. If you can hear, you have an advantage. I mean, can you imagine if you can know what is going to come in the exam tomorrow? Big day. If you know the test tomorrow, what do you think you do? Huh? You get a hundred. That's all. Automatically, you get a hundred. Even if you are dumb, you get ninety-eight. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. So if you can hearken, and God is always speaking, I'm telling you. But you see, like. We, we, this whole weekday service is the art of hearing. Everybody knows that if you can hear God's voice, you go on top. But the thing is, there are so many voices. 
So many. So which one is God? Which one is God? There are assets where so many voices. Which one is God? Which one is God? Because everybody knows that if you can hear God's voice, you, you, you will progress. But at the point in time, which one is God? Is, I mean, so many voices. The voice of your flesh, the voice of your mind, the voice of your circumstances, the voice of your spouse. And so now when your spouse is talking, it depends on... Your spouse, you have to be careful. In one breath, he's speaking God's word. In another breath, he's also speaking for Satan. <laughs> oh, what? oh, yeah. In one breath. In one breath, what he's saying is, is, is scriptural. In another breath, what he's saying, Satan has failed. So you have, to de- you have to be able to decipher what spirit is moving your spouse at that moment in time. The fact, the fact that this week was Satan doesn't mean next week is Satan. Next week it may be God. <laughs> I'm preaching. Yeah. So don't say that, ah, you, if I listen to you, you are the devil. No. Today may be the devil, but today may be the Holy Ghost. Depends on what spirit is speaking. Yeah. I've Peter. You know, so, so many voices. The voice of circumstances. I talk about the voice of circumstances. A lot of times, our circumstances detects our need. And you have to be careful about that, and I'm telling you. It was the voice of circumstances that brought, Cain, uh, brought Esau into trouble. Esau was hungry. Esau was hungry. He said, look, I'm hungry. Give me food. Yes. But he said, don't let your hunger determine your decision taking. That's why I must come up with this. Don't let your hunger determine you. No, 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 no. Jesus was, you see, that's why I say that was the difference between Jesus and Esau. Jesus was also hungry. He fasted for 40 days. After that, he was hungry. And the devil says, turn these stones into bread. But he did not let his anger, hunger, determine his decision. But Esau, his anger determined his decision. Hallelujah. Amen. You must be able to listen to the voice of God. Even though I need this, I, don't, I won't do it. Hallelujah. Amen. And sometimes what we call God leading is our circumstance. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so, so and sometimes it can be confusing. Hallelujah. Amen. The voice of your mind. That's what we talked about last week, right? The voice of your mind. And, 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 and let me tell you something. God gave you your mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Your mind is not from the devil. God put brains in your head. To be honest with you, to be honest with you. Uh, the closer you are to God, the more creative you are. The Bible says God created man in his own image. God created man in his own image. Hallelujah. And we knew that God was a creative God. He created the moon, the stars, everything. Hallelujah. So he put the creative ability in man. Hallelujah. In fact, that is the reason why any, any people who can create is always above those who, those who cannot create. That's why you don't know. Because you are closer to God. The creativity. Yeah. That is why can't 
countries that can make airplane will be superior than countries who cannot make wheelbarrows. Make me make wheelbarrows. Yeah. That is, I'm serious. Because you see, that thing is, is in God. Creativity. You see, the father some of them have unbelievers that know me they came from the devil. That's the mistake you make. God can make a good thing. But see, because they did not revere God, he gave them a reprobate mind. But the mind was by God. That's what I want you to understand. So pray that God will give you a creative mind. I said God will give you a creative mind. You see, the fact that it's been abused, some of them don't believe in God, does not mean that it did not come from God. Satan can thwart it. I mean, take something like sex. Everybody knows that sex, God created sex, but the devil has perverted it. It does not mean that sex is evil. Creativity. So, anybody who, who uses that gift of God in him becomes superior and closer. That is why countries that create will always be on top. Yeah. That is why that is why the guy who made iPad will always make more money than the tomato seller because tomato seller didn't create anything. You put something on the ground, it came and you put it in the basket and you are selling. What is creative about it? <laughs> I mean what is creative about it? You carry tomatoes, you threw it on the ground. <laughs> At least at least he didn't turn it into, into juice or paste. I mean, some process it. I mean, I mean, can you believe that? That is why the one who makes chocolate in Switzerland will make more money from cocoa than the one who planted the cocoa. Zero creativity. Yeah. Tomatoes. I, I mean, I mean what, what does it take to... I mean, the guy who created iPad, you see... I'm telling you, so may God give you a creative mind, children. Yes. May you create things. Yes. I said, may you create things. Yes. May your mind be wide yes. and godly still. Amen. Yes, that is why, you see, that is why the guy who created the iPad, he can determine the price of the iPad. Yes. But you, the tomato seller, he will tell you the price. Yes. You, the cocoa seller, he will tell. World economics. The world determines the price of cocoa by my iPad determines its own price. Today he creates an iPad. He says that iPad, uh, iPhone is what? $500. Then next week he took it and changed something small. <laughs> and then the price goes up. Then the following day he changes the screen. And, and it goes up. But you, you They'll spend a whole year planting cocoa. Then, when you say the price, they say, no, they'll go and meet. And then they'll say, okay, we'll buy your cocoa. Somebody decides your price. Yes. When I was a student in London, should I tell you? Should I tell you my story? You like stories, right? You like stories. When I was a student in London, I was a student and I was in London. And I used to go and work in the night because we needed some small money, you know? Small, small money. And I had this colleague of mine who we were working with. We were working in a hotel, a very top hotel in uh, London, near, uh, near Hyde Park Corner. All the, uh, Hyde Park, if you go, we are going to close to Buckingham Palace. That's where all these big guys come. We used to work there in the night. We're cleaning in the night. We're night cleaners. <laughs> you are laughing. Untold story. In the night, we go and clean. You got to start from somewhere. What are you talking about? I was a student. I was in school. <laughs> 
but we need some extra money. And I had this friend, Akwesi. <laughs> Every time we go, you go and open the chocolate machine, the hot chocolate. He won't bring it all, fill it and throw it away. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> we're young. I said, why do you say, look, I want him to import more cocoa so I'm going to make money. <laughs> He said this, this English movie are cheating us. So he will, he will feed the chocolate and throw it away. So that the chocolate will get finished. Then they will import more cocoa. <laughs> 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 oh, the crazy guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is that God gave you a mind. It's time you use your mind. See, the reason I'm saying that is a lot of Christians, when they become Christians, they throw their mind away. Your, your mind should not go on vacation because you are born again. Your mind should not go on vacation because you are born again. God gave you your mind. And in a lot of instances, God wants you to use your mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Like I said, I gave you, you say you're going to school. I gave you $20. From a house to school, take a Uber. From the house to school. I gave you $20 for that purpose. And then you go and stop on the road and say, I'm believing God for transport. God, I can't go to school if you don't give me a breakthrough. Do you know when I hear I'll be very angry? Yes. Do you know I'll be very angry? Yes. Because I gave you money for it. And I expect you to use that money. So, so I, don't hear, I don't want to hear that you are praying about it. I've already provided for you. And sometimes that's how God gets at us. He has already given Christians a mind. And so if we our mind, we put our mind in the back and we are praying. God said, nonsense, I give you a mind. God said, you are, waste, you are disturbing me. I gave you a mind. This problem, use your mind. This issue, use your mind. That is the reason why I gave you your mind. Hallelujah. But we, but we want to spiritualize everything. You want to spiritualize everything. Listen to me. If you did not cook, if you did not wash your hands and you didn't have diarrhea, that's not a demon. You didn't wash your hands, I beg you. <laughs> Yes. Are you hearing me? Yes. That's not a demon. You didn't wash your hands. He gave you a mind. Wash your hands. Clean. It's a mind. Yeah. Take the food. Don't buy, don't buy calories out of the food. As I look at this banku, I decree and I declare. I take away every calories. No, you can't take away the calories. <laughs> you have added the banku, the okra soup. You have put the, all the meat on it. And you know, I say you want to lose weight. No, you don't buy the calories. You don't buy the calories. Every cholesterol out of this goat meat. No, please. <laughs> With the blood 
of Jesus. You are wasting the blood. The blood of Jesus was not made to buy cholesterol from goat meat. <laughs> Don't waste the blood. Use your mind. Use your mind. God gave us your mind. And be honest. You see, let me tell you something. Don't be ashamed to say, I think. It's not everything you say, I perceive. No, sometimes you say, I think. I mean, some of, some of, some of, some of this, some of this, I mean, people, you see them. Oh, the Lord told you. The Lord told you what? Hey, it's not everything that the Lord told you. Sometimes you think. And don't, and, and, and don't feel shy to say that, Paul, Paul said this one is not from the Lord. Are you hearing me? You must be able to say that, look, I think. Sometimes I think. It's by you there, everything you are led. If you're going to buy a shoe, oh, the Lord told me, shoe, shoe too. If you are led to buy a shoe, just say, I, I think this shoe will look nice. It's a nice shoe. If it works, fine. But if you're the well, you know, I had a vision. You had a vision about a shoe. Please. If it doesn't work, throw it away. I, I thought it was it worked, but it didn't work. That's all. Be practical. Accept that the God gave you a mind and use your mind. Sometimes even, even in marriage, use your mind. Well, most of the time, use your mind. Is it compatible? Can we work together? What is the background? Use your mind. Don't go in with common sense. Don't go in with your heart fully. Because when you go to heart without your mind, you wake up and say, ah, deja vu. Yeah. Hallelujah. God give us a mind. And like we said, the only danger is that over reliance of the mind. Okay? That's what we talk about Romans. Sometimes you have to be even though you are using your mind, always know that there is a God. Hallelujah. The, the problem is that people who have some people, no, not everybody, some people have developed their mind so much they have taken God out. And that's what, that's what the danger is. God gave them a reprobate mind. You have, you have used your mind so much. Now you think that everything is evolution. You don't even believe in the existence of God. No. There is a God. And when you go that way, God will prove to you that I created you. See, when you go that way, whereby you use your mind so much that you don't regard God, then God will show you. That is when God will give you a reprobate mind. A mind that is even worse than an animal. And a mind that is worse than an animal is that you will do things that even animals don't do. You know what I said? A mind that is worse than an animal is that you will do things that even animals. A reprobate mind. That's Romans. Romans, yeah. Because they did not retain, because they did not retain God in their knowledge. He gave, up, gave them up to a reprobate mind. A reprobate mind is a downgraded mind. A mind that will behave worse than an animal. Is somebody hearing me? Yes. And there are some things when you see human beings, you say this one even animals will not do. When was the last time you saw two lizards, two male lizards? Lying on top of each other. I mean two male lizards. Gamma lizard. Unless they are fighting. <laughs> I'm preaching. Hallelujah. You saw two male lizards. Or you saw two 
main two cocks. One cock on, on top of another cock. Wow. And even animals won't do that. But when you see human beings behave like that, that is a reprobate mind. And I, I don't care what I'm politically called, I'm talking about the gospel. That is a reprobate mind. Your mind has been chained to worse than an animal. You are doing things that even animals will not do. It's all in Romans. I didn't write the Bible. Hallelujah. Men. With men. Not uh, avoiding the natural use of the woman. It's in the Bible. So please, let us, you see, let us make the distinction clear. Let us make the distinction clear. Your mind is good. Say your mind is good. good. Say my mind is good. And I will use my mind. But I will always retain God. That's the difference. That is the difference. Let's use our mind but retain God. Hallelujah. Don't let your mind go on break. Hallelujah. We are continuing. I don't know how. It's our church. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Another, another, maybe for, for a short one, another voice. So I spoke to you about the voice of circumstances in mind. Another voice that speaks a lot. That you have to be very careful. Okay? That you have to be very careful. Another voice that can speak a lot. That sometimes you say that God is leading, but no, it's, not, it's not God. It's the voice of the flesh. Voice of the flesh. Hallelujah. You see, and, and you must know the voice of the flesh. That's what the voice of, you see, let me tell you something. You, sometimes you, can, you are not sure about conscience, whether conscience is the Holy Spirit or not. Or circumstances is the Holy Spirit or not. But as for voice, flesh here, you must be able to tell. Flesh! As for flesh, nobody here, nobody here, something see if you come and tell Rome. I mean, Reverend, based on the circumstances, I wasn't sure why that is the Holy Spirit. I can understand. But as for flesh, don't, don't, don't come and tell me. Flesh. Flesh is clear. Look, Matthew 26, 41. Matthew 26, 41. Quickly, please. Matthew 26, 41. The voice of the flesh. Watch and pray. Okay? Watch and pray that ye enter not in temptation. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is what? The flesh is what? The flesh is what? Listen to me. As for flesh, no controversy. Flesh is weak. Flesh is weak. Flesh is weak. Hallelujah. And because it is weak, it will like to do nice and easy things. Because it's not strong. Flesh is weak. And uh, you see, the, way, the Bible didn't say the unbeliever's flesh. It's not the unbeliever's flesh. Flesh is flesh. Born again or not born again, flesh is flesh. All flesh is flesh. Are you hearing me? It means a Christian, your flesh can disgrace you. And uh, uh, yes, so, 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 to be the flesh is weak. Okay, flesh is weak. Accept the flesh is weak. Okay, accept the flesh is weak. And because it is weak, if you don't control it, it will disgrace you. 
whether you are a pope or an archbishop, your flesh is flesh. Hallelujah. And, and after see, and, and flesh would like to do nice and easy things. Flesh is nice and easy. Nice and easy. Comfortable because it's weak. Flesh you say don't 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 fast. Flesh you say don't pray. Flesh you say, you know, it's nice and easy. Flesh you say sleep. Oh, that's number one. Number one. See, those, well, the spirit is leading me to sleep. No, the spirit cannot lead you to sleep. It's flesh. Oh, don't tell me that. Flesh, the spirit is not leading you to sleep. It's your flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, fleshly desires. Flesh. Be, be very cautious of it. Because flesh likes nice and easy things. All of us, all of us. This one is not, you see, I, I'm just like you. If I had my own way, I'll be sleeping. Because I'm tired. You think you're the one who is tired? I am also so tired. If I had my own way, I'll be sleeping. If I had my own way, I'll be sleeping, lying in my comforter. I would have thrown some nice movie and I'll be soaking in flesh. You can't believe it? Yes, me. Even tonight, if you leave me, it's not only you. You think you don't want to sleep? I want to sleep too. <laughs> you can't believe it. You can't believe it that I also want to sleep. If I had my own way, I would not come to church. Flesh. You can't believe it. Flesh. If I lie in my flesh. Flesh is flesh. Everybody's flesh. Hallelujah. Nice and easy. Nice and easy. Flesh likes it nice and easy. Yeah. I call that wisdom. You think he's very not holy? His flesh is nice and easy. If he was to allow, if you see him spiritual, he has dom- his spirit has dominated his flesh. But if he was to allow the flesh, he also would like to sleep. You think that he, he was born praying? He wasn't born praying. <laughs> no. Yeah. If I had my flesh, you wouldn't do the work. I, I have a lot of notes to write. Even by the flesh, I'll, I'll postpone it. Just like you don't want to do your homework. Same, 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 same. <laughs> Hallelujah. Flesh is flesh. Nice and easy. It doesn't want to do the diet. If I have right, flesh is flesh. Flesh, you say, look, the, the trophy is nice. Bite into it. What is this green green? Am I good? <laughs> ah, why? One life now, man. Flesh. Feel the food. Feel the juice. Juicy. That's flesh. Today we are, I mean, this type of lean. Am I, am I goat? One lady. One lady. Bishop was standing there. Look, you have to be careful about what you eat. Bishop was standing there. You have to be careful about what you eat because you are usually what you eat. Bishop said you are usually what you eat. That's what Bishop said. The lady. Do the lady's answer. Well, that's not always true. Both the antelope and the elephant, they eat grass. <laughs> That's not always true. Both the antelope and the elephant, they both eat grass. 
In other words, you are not always what you eat. Some are born big. Allow me. <laughs> That's how I came. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flesh is weak. Hallelujah. Obeying flesh, nicely designed, nice designs. Fleshly desires. Hallelujah. A lot of Christian brothers marry based on flesh, not on the spirit. <clears throat> Holy Spirit is leading me. Lord, I prayed, brother, I prayed about it. And I thank the sister. This is what the Holy Spirit is directing me. And you look at the sister. She just joined the church. You don't even know how spiritual she is. The only thing that is going for her is her breast and her backside. And that is what is leading you. But you will say it. You say the Holy Spirit is leading you. If, if the Spirit is leading you, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We are sitting here. This one, just we don't even know how spiritual you are, but as you look at the backside, Spirit is, there's no spirit is moving. No spirit is moving. Bottles is moving. <laughs> I swear it's moving. And, 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 and I'm talking about spiritual brothers. So. Yeah. Flesh is leading you. Your last of personal desires. Hallelujah. And you have to be careful about it. I'll tell you why you have to be careful about the flesh. Hallelujah. You see? But every time, you see, every time we talk about flesh, the voice of the flesh, you know, which is nice and easy. See, the voice of the flesh, let me, the voice or, or the voice of the flesh or the flesh does not always talk about sexual things. Usually when we hear flesh, I'm going to sexual, sexual, no, it's not always sexual. No. 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 It's not only because you love women, you lust, you lust. No. The voice of that goes beyond sexual things. Oh, yeah. When you read Galatians 5.19. We'll have time, okay? Yeah. I'm telling you. Galatians 5.19. Quickly. Galatians 5.19. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are this adultery, which is sexual. Fornication, which is sexual. Uncleanness, which is sexual. Lasciviousness, which we don't know what it is. <laughs> Idolatry is not sexual. Witchcraft is not sexual. Hatred is not sexual. Variance is not sexual. Emulations is not sexual. Wrath is not sexual. Strife is not sexual. Seditions is not sexual. Heresies. So a large part of the flesh work is also not sexual. But Christians think that, oh, no, they are too sexual. They are always into fornicating. Fornication is not the only sin. No, the only works of the flesh. Hatred. So I don't care how much you pray in tongues. If you hate, you are still be obeying, following the flesh. Strife. Heresies. Seditions. Dividing people. Yes, I mean, I mean, you, you, you come and you pay, you sing so much more. You, because of you, two people don't talk. It's flesh. It's flesh. It's flesh. You are as worse as the guy who slept with the lady down the road. You are all same. 
I'm preaching. She wants to fornicate. That's work of the flesh. You also want to gossip her. It's the same thing. Same, same. It's flesh. She fornicated. It's flesh. You also gossip. It's flesh. At least he has some pleasure. You didn't have anything. <laughs> yeah. Flesh! Are you hearing me? Yeah. Hey, are you awake? I said, are you awake? So flesh, you see, you know what I'm saying? So every time we hear flesh, where people think about only sexual immorality. No! It goes beyond that. This, this is the list. You see, let me tell you something. Flesh likes to do nice and easy. Flesh likes to do nice and easy. Flesh likes to do nice and easy. So sometimes, sometimes, you see, sometimes, and I'm, I'm, I'm being very careful about it. Sometimes even your inability to relate with people who don't like you is your flesh. Yeah. Your inability to not to your inability to relate to people who don't like you is your flesh is leading you. Because it is easy to go to people who like you. This one there, ouch. Because you see, everybody is everybody you like to go where you appreciate it. So so your fellowship with this particular group of people because they like you, it's because of your flesh. Yeah. It's your flesh. Because flesh likes that and easy. You must be able to relate. See, you see, and why do I say so? You see, flesh. Bring your arm. <laughs> what did you do? What are you going to do? If I pinch you, what do you do? If I, you say what? You didn't even do it well. Let me bring a little child. Come here. Give me your hand. Watch it. Respect. Can I print you? What? What? She, what did she do? What did she do? She did what? She did what? She pulled away. She did what? She pulled away. She pulled away. The natural response to the flesh is that you don't any anything bad you pull away. That's the natural human response. It's a natural stimulus. It's a natural stimulus. Anything that's why when you touch something unpleasant, you pull away. It's a natural stimulus. It's a natural reflex. That's why when babies are born, it's called the, the Babinski reflex. When you touch, you pull away. Anything that's Babinski or the baboon response. You pull away. It's natural. It's natural. So something that you don't like, something cold, you pull away. It's a natural response. The fleshly response is to pull away from things you don't like. So when you only go to people who you like, flesh is leading you. But if you are spiritual, if you are spiritual, you will associate with people who don't even speak well of you. Preaching. You must be able to minister to them. Look, Jesus said the spirit of the Lord the spirit of is upon me. The anoint he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, which is to preach the gospel to the 
poor, you need an anointing because preaching to the poor, you don't get anything back. It's nicer to preach to rich people. Getting sellers. Every pastor would like to have congregation who are rich. So it takes an anointing to go to people who have nothing. It is, you see, it is natural to go to people who say nice things about you, but to go to somebody who say and still do good to them, it's spiritual. And sometimes you, this is all, oh, um, um, these are only my friends, fellowship only people. No, it's, it's your flesh. If you are spiritual, you should be able to relate to somebody who, you know, you must be able to relate to somebody who does not speak your language. Then you are spiritual. You must relate to somebody who doesn't eat the same food. Then you are spiritual. Somebody who doesn't look like you. Then you are spiritual. Somebody who even does not do, say good things about you. Because, because it's, 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 a, it's a natural reflex. When something is bad, you pull away. So this, your thing that look, that you are, that, well, you know, gotta be careful about, you know, I'm not being led to go to them. No, you're not, be, it's not about not being led. You're, okay, you're being led by your, by your flesh, not the spirit. Because the God who has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Look, Acts, Acts, I think Acts chapter 9. When Paul got converted, I think Acts 9, 19, I'll show you that scripture. All of us think that Paul was only sent to the Gentiles. No. Acts, uh, Acts, Acts chapter 9, 15. Yeah, Acts chapter 9, verse 15. Acts 9, 15. But the, this is about Paul. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me. Talking about Paul. To bear my name before the Gentiles. Okay? Which we all know. But no, it's not only the Gentiles. And kings. And the children of Israel. The Jews. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my sake. And Ananias went his way into his house and where I saw through the Holy Ghost next, verse 19 uh, verse 20 oh, go back to 18 I want to show you something hallelujah Amen. and he was baptized okay that's what 18, 19 so it's what received tithes okay okay next verse We are missing something. Go, go, go to 20. Okay, 19. No, 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 no. And he's, and he has 18. What does 18 say? Okay, baptized in 18, 19. He preached. Uh, there was certain, there was certain days in the, it was certain, then was certain days with the disciples by the Damascus. Okay. And straight away he preached Christ in the synagogue that he's the son of God. Good, good. Behold, all that one were amazed. And uh, it said, it's not that he that destroyed the of Jerusalem and that he might bring them back to the chief priest. Okay. Continue. Aha. 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 But Saul increased the more in strength and confounded the Jews which dwelt at Damascus, proving that this is the very Christ. Okay? Look at what happened. 
after that many days were fulfilled, the Jews took counsel to kill him. This is what I want to show you. First, we thought he was only called to the Gentiles, but he was called to the Gentiles, kings, and the Jews. And the Jews that he was called to, they wanted to kill him. I'm trying to share with you that. And towards the end of his ministry, he said, I am bound in the spirit to go to Jerusalem. And I don't know what awaits me there except bonds and chains. It is, it is difficult. They don't like me. But I'm going there because I'm being led by the spirit. So if you only go to those who like you, it's likely your flesh and not your spirit. Yeah. I'm preaching. So, so it's like you can only help people who are like you. All your friends are like you. Anybody say something bad about you? That's it. That's it. This is the end. From today going, you. Avoid, mark and delete. No, no, but be careful. Let's be very careful. Hallelujah. If you are spiritual, you will go to places even if they don't like you. So that, God, so that you can do the work of God. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. 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 Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. And look, this voice of the flesh, eh, we have to be very careful. It's very, very dangerous. Hallelujah. Yeah. If you are somebody who, look, Proverbs chapter 6, verse 9. Proverbs 6 9. <laughs> How long would thou sleep? O sluggard. When would thou arise out of the. I told you that the flesh likes nice and easy. And one of the nice and easiest things to do is to sleep. How long would thou sleep, O sluggard? Would thou arise out of. When would thou arise out of thy sleep? Next verse. Yet a little sleep. A little slumber. A little folding of the hands to sleep. <laughs> so shall thy poverty come. Uh-huh. Uh, no, we can end here. I say the flesh like nice and easy. Which is to sleep. And if you, if you are always listening to your flesh, you will become poor. That's what this verse is saying. If you are somebody who always wants to do what your flesh wants to do, you will be poor. Yes. Yet a little sleep. A little slumber. You go and sleep. You set the alarm. Five o'clock. Bah! Then you cover yourself with a the comforter. Then it snows. Then five a.m. Then you turn. A little slumber. Then snows. Then then ten you put a comforter over your head and then you sleep a little sleep a little slumber but then you wake up it's 9 30 then you pick up you, you pick up the phone i'm late <coughs> jimmy i'm coughing <laughs> exactly <coughs> oh joanne <coughs> i had a back cold <coughs> so that's why, that's why I couldn't make it work. <coughs> you know, you know. You are lying now. 
you'll be the first to be fired. When this poverty is coming, and some of your children, <coughs> then you wake up. They wake up. You, 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 Mommy, I don't feel good. You are lying. <laughs> I have a sore throat. You are lying. There's no sore in your throat. <laughs> you just don't want to go to school. <laughs> poverty. I say poverty. I say poverty. If you follow your flesh, you'll be poor. That's number one. If you follow your, your, your flesh, you'll be poor. You will be poor. Because the flesh likes nice and easy things. Yeah. Instead of waking up to do a job set on the internet, you are sleeping. You are saying there's no job. Who said there's no job? Oh, there's a recession. There's a recession. You know, they are not hiring. Who said they are not hiring? I had a brother like, rev, rev, you know. I've been saying there's a recession. I said, you are lying. There's no recession anywhere. You prefer to play computer games on the computer than do what? So one, you'll be poor. Hallelujah. Two, you can die spiritually. Romans 8, 6. Romans 8, 6. You can die spiritually. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be carnally minded to be kindly minded. If you think too fleshly, it's death. And the worst of all, and the worst is that you can be cast away. First Corinthians 9.27 One, you can be poor. Two, you die spiritually. And three, you will be cast away. Cast away means that others will go through, you will go through. Paul said, but I keep my heart. I keep what? I keep my under what? I keep under what? And bring it into subjection. Lest by any means, when I preach to others, I myself should be a castaway. This is the danger. Yeah. I keep my body under. I keep it under. Lest after I, I suppress my body, lest I, after I have preached to others, I myself, and, 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 and it's not too far. Don't, don't, how possible? How possible that you can preach to people and you yourself be a Yes, you can. Because you preach to people to forgive, but you didn't forgive. This is what happened. You preach to people to do, but you didn't do. So Paul said, I keep my body under, I suppress my flesh. Because at any point in time, my flesh can revolt. And it is said that I will tell people and they will be saved and I will be cast away. Because I did not subject my flesh. I mean sometimes you see shepherds who can teach powerfully. Who are quarreling among each other. You see you. You see you. The people that you are teaching, they are saved. But your quarrel, which is the works of the flesh, it, is, it, will, it will make you a cast away. Who are you? have shared rev- revelations. And people are blessed. You are pre- you are, you are preached to somebody about the demons of fornication, and the person has stopped fornicating. But you, after you are quarreling with your sister, you are singing in the choir. You have led us to worship, and we are so amazed. But after that, you are envy. You are jealous. So Paul said, "I keep my body under. I keep my body. I don't allow my body 
don't allow my body. Because if I allow my body, and he said, if you allow your body, it will disgrace you. If you allow your body, it will disgrace you. I don't care how spiritual you think. If you if you expose a certain breast to you, it will kill you. I'm preaching. It will kill you. Yeah. I, I, I once used to have a poster when I was growing up in, 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 a, in my room about a boy who was praying, Lord, this was just an example. Lord, he was praying. But you know what I get on the bench? Lead us not into temptation. And his hand was on the, the, the girl's breast. <laughs> and you are saying that lead us not into temptation. If you, if you don't want temptation, why is your hand on the breast? <laughs> Look, be careful about your flesh. People can provoke you. People can be ungrateful. People, you see, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I was, this is my last one. Let me tell you something. One of the things, one of the things that can damage any serious Christian is hurts and offenses. Hurts and offenses. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Nobody gets hurt by a stranger. The closest. The one that you helped. The one that you trusted. If you if you get out and somebody down the road say you're a foolish guy, you care. You, you see him again. Yeah. You see the guy again. Do you really care? So the hurts and the wounds they come from those who we love, those you have helped. And the Bible said, be careful of it. Lest any root of bitterness right now we can destroy you. So yes, you may be a very good Christian, but your hurts and your wounds can take you away. That's what Paul said that. I keep my body order. I make sure that I am not hurt. Whether you appreciate my preaching, whether you like me, whether you appreciate what I did, I make sure that I'm not hurt. Because if you're a pastor, you must guard your heart because people can hurt you. If you're a Christian, guard your heart. They can hurt you. So, you must keep your body under that nobody can offend me. That should be your attitude. Me, nobody can offend me. Make that vow that no matter what you cannot offend me. Because I am more interested in going to heaven than going to hell because of your nonsense. Oh, let's close. It's nine o'clock. We have to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me, me and the children have homework, okay? <laughs> <Stop. laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. Lift up your hand. Everybody pray. Pray. Paul said, I keep my body under. Let's pray that God, you, you keep your flesh under. You keep your flesh under. That no hurts, no offenses can, can, can cause you to become a castaway. You can't become a castaway. After you have worked for God, after you have served in the church, may you not be a castaway in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this tonight's service. Father, we thank you. Like Apostle Paul, give us the grace and the strength to keep our flesh under. May we not be a castaway after we have done your will and your work. 
In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Wonderful. Put your hands. We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.